say it. We can't afford not to record. I've said it now. All right. So we're in the spot in the green room, Minnesota. Sean and Michelle, Miskin Moore. Miskin. Miskin. I'm sorry. It's like a Z. Miskin. Okay. Okay. Miskin. I was pronouncing it wrong. So I think I was wondering how long turn the S into a Z and it's Miskin. Miskin. I was pronouncing the G wrong. People I was saying Miskin. It's hmm. Miskin. We get Miskin, yeah, I get that wrong. Miskin. And I've been trying to hyphenate it with Sean. Is he a Miskin more? No. He didn't change his name? No. See, I was under that impression that that's what happened. No, no, no. Did you change your name? Yeah, Miskin Moore. Okay, did you hyphenate? I actually did not. Mm-mm. I did Miskin as my middle name. Oh, okay. But I, I did that with my wife. You did? Mm-hmm. I did my wife too. Yeah, I, I don't I, think she was in a hurry to change her name. I don't. <clears throat> huh. I hadn't thought about that, that that's why my wife had me fill out the paperwork. Well, I just don't, I don't, it, I, it's something that you really don't think about. Are we recording now? We are recording. Okay. We can't afford not to record, it's been stated. We, we are in the midst of an episode. Nice. And we're, we're nice. here with it is our youngest nice. brother, Sean, oh. in person. Sean not here. on the phone this time. And his wife, Michelle. Hey, hey. This is a plug, but... Hey. Oh. All right. I'll, I'll warn you, before the applaud button, I accidentally hit the uh, hi-hat. Oh, <laughs> as long as it's not the boo button. I, we don't have one. So we've got an intro and we've got an exit song, which I'll have to see about playing for you all. Um, because we are, I guess, in the midst of looking for a song for season two as we come in. Uh, I'd like something Franklin County, and I definitely would like something that speaks to the purpose of Misunderstood. Okay. Uh, and that we have the rights to. That's that's kind of the big one. That's, that's on top. Uh, or permission to use. Gotta have the rights. Gotta have the she rights. There's a lot of local musicians. Unless we can just refer to Mount. <laughs> like there's a there's a workaround that that you could reference somebody's uh we, yeah, we art. can reference works. So why don't we just reference somebody's Which music I think is a good idea every episode. And at some point we definitely have to reference Misunderstood the Song by Nina Simone. And we need to go over some of the, the inspirations inside of that. Man, let's, let's hit up Kanye, man. He might he might be willing to. He might. He might. He, break he's got to be one of the most misunderstood people right now. Oh man! <laughs> if you hear this, Kanye, if you're one of our five viewers, <laughs> listeners. All right, we're we're past five. <laughs> so I, I can tell you that we're past five. Mom invited her friends. Yes. Yes. <laughs> we're we're up to eight. No, <laughs> we get we get at least uh, twenty per episode. Okay. And so they're climbing from there. How are you gonna pick your topics? couple ways. First is Brian actually, we went to an AI system and was like, hey, tell us some topics. We did. I personally steeped myself in conservative media. I'm more curious about what AI's top two was. Oh, I wish I had the list. Yeah, it was a pretty good list. It was a pretty good list. And it would, and it broke down like how you can talk about some yep. of those topics. So a lot of it had to do with Black Lives Matter, perceptions of blacks and crime, <clears throat> um, 
perceptions of small town issues, mm-hmm. how Black Lives Matter is seen. So it was a really, really good list. And I think it's some of the things that you'd like to have in-depth conversations on. I tend to pull things back to the more flashy stuff, I think, that happens on, on conservative media. Um, a lot of the stuff like I've never heard of that, that you're bringing I think that surprises me because a, a lot of conservative media is like, the liberals are out here saying this. And so I'm like, Brian, we can do an episode on this thing. He's like, what is that? Yeah. I've never heard of it. I got to say, uh, Michelle put me out of this John Prine. He's got a song about blowing up your TV uh, to live the good life. And I have to say, we have kind of been out of, I would say, a lot of modern news left and right. Yeah, living that Spanish pipe dream. Spanish pipe dream. That's the song. Hmm. Uh, So, yeah, we are not going to be very good conversationalists on much of current politics. Well, I think part of the problem is there is no real current politics. For the most part, the whole world has really calmed back down. We've got very low unemployment. Um, Most of the jobs are still very stagnant. And one of the worst things we've got with jobs is the jobs that are most personal, that we need the most, that we actually see the people, are the lowest paid jobs. And the jobs that are highest paid tend to be the ones that don't actually interact with people. So your uh, construction workers, carpenters, waitresses, the people who actually physically bring something to you or work with you, even to teachers and healthcare workers, we're paying at the low end. But CEOs, executives, we're paying at the high end. Mm -hmm. So we've got this low unemployment rate, which calms the population, but we have this low ability to gain income which creates kind of a feeling of annoyance and stagnation, which I imagine you're still feeling. Like there's not enough money to handle what needs to be handled. Yeah, I'm due for another stimulus check. (laughs) (laughs) Which, so for me, that feels like the reason to elect Yang. Andrew Yang, I I have a dream ticket. Oh, Which yes. is yeah. that'll never happen. It'll never happen, but I've got a dream ticket um, from Nikki Haley, South Carolina Republican, as the presidential, and Andrew Yang as the vice president, Democrat. Now you're going to have to explain this. I can understand Yang. Okay, guaranteed minimum income mathematician. Yes, right. Why Nikki Haley? For a couple reasons. One, when Nikki Haley had that church shooting and got the Confederate flags taken down in South Carolina, uh-huh. that was a big move and got it done basically without the whole state going nuts. They followed her lead on that. She can talk with conservative crowds. She's a, a first generation immigrant, which means she's been on the outside of the American system. She's figured out how to work inside the system and I think she's the kind of Republican that we may disagree with what we like. So she's like lower taxes, balance the budget, less government involvement. I don't mind those Republicans. I don't always agree with them, but I don't mind them. So I like her and I would definitely take a Republican at the top of the ticket in place of Donald Trump. That's my dream. I don't have a dream ticket, but I will say I'm struggling with the idea of two aging white gentlemen being at the top of the tickets. I've, I've been voting third party for a number of years now. Okay. And primarily because I want to see different representation at that tier. 
And when we came back to it being Biden and Trump, <clears throat> I was discouraged. And four years later, when it looks like it's going to be them two again, I am beyond discouraged. So, tickets aside, I would go with this Yang Haley ticket. I would not. And, that and not. I would agree with you, but I love Bernie Sanders. <laughs> I do too. Uh, like, I was willing to look up past that because he was he was talking what I wanted to hear. You know, universal health care is the you know health care is the I'm moving it up to the but not we are on venture we are on state medical COVID put an inability to kick you off of it we have medical and so we were in between jobs three years ago when COVID hit got onto it it is fantastic I want to opt into that system okay one dollar prescriptions it covers everything everything um, Except for cosmetic, yeah. Yeah. Does it, did it cover childbirth? Yeah. Everything. I'll say, uh, we were on we were on Medicare. Medicaid. Shannon was when Brianna was born. Brianna had a child. You know, I was still a student in school, and Shannon wasn't currently working, and we had Brianna for free. It was amazing. You know, I'm like, shoot, we can do this. You know, so I I didn't start off in debt. Then I started working, and I, I wasn't making much. But both both Shit and I were working when we had Mariah, and we had to put her on a credit card. We, we didn't pay Mariah off until she was like two. So we joked, you know, we, we didn't own her for the first two years. <laughs> and then same thing with Braxton. We had to put him on a credit card. And you had an employee health insurance. Yeah. I imagine. Yeah, I, uh, I, we had it for the first year of my job here, and it was 25% of the paycheck, and it didn't cover as much. And so I was like, scratch this noise. And yeah. and and then to learn, like, uh, I think they said with, with Mariah, they're like, uh, we had to meet our deductible, and then they would kick in. So we were like, all right, we'll pay it. I think it was a $1,000 bill. We'll take care of it. And then it didn't align with the fiscal year. So we ended up having to pay it again. Yeah. Nice. So, yeah. I don't think that we'll renew again this year, though. What? From MA medical systems. Uh, I want to. <laughs> I really do. But I don't think we sent in our income. I think it's too high. Yeah. But I'm careful here right now. <laughs> Without it. Because uh, we, we got smarter as, as we had more kids. Because, like, um, with Mariah, um, they actually came in with, like, um, pain meds and was like a portable register. She's like, oh, do you need Tylenol? And no she's like, way. pulling out the gun. Yeah, dead serious. While you're in the hospital? Yeah, it was a portable cart and she's like, how many how many Tylenol do you need? Shannon, Shannon saw this and she's like, put that away. With a cash my register? Husband, my husband is, go to Dollar Tree and give me some Tylenol. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's well, insane. Like, you're not gonna open that thing and, and hand me two Tylenol, and I'm paid twenty five dollars each. What's this hospital? Is this this was a Carillion hospital. Carillion. Yeah. So the thing about Minnesota is we have really great hospitals, really good hospitals and schools, mm. which is something that I like about this state. What makes them good? 
as far as schools go? Yeah. I think options, especially okay. in the cities, you know, you've got a lot of different options. So you, you can choose which school you go to. Yeah, basically. Like, just in this part of West St. Paul, which is also why we wanted to buy a house over here, is that the school districts are phenomenal. Mm. And we've been hearing from just people who live around here that have had kids where do you put your kids in school and like one elementary school where they mix the children with senior citizens oh wow yeah and I just thought that was now do they cover pre-k preschool mm-hmm. I mean I don't know how were your schools I thought funded? it was a pre-k program that did it and they had a mix it was a, I thought it was a if we mixed generational daycare yeah but essentially it was elderly that came to the daycare as well as pre-k I feel like they did in New York with a yeah it was preschool yeah. she was a grandma yeah mm-hmm. yeah, yeah same kind of thing that's, that's what it's called yeah I just was like I love that I and think would be a really beneficial thing for are you living you said yeah we're recording still so we, we can't afford not to record I, I mean we're right back to it <laughs> we can't afford not to record yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> cause I said it already and we weren't even recording we recorded for part of it the computer went to sleep oh. and the computer is the power source for the um, zoom can I plug it in or is we got an outlet over here that would have been smart mm-hmm. plugging it in uh, we can so you, but I just turned off the sleep on my computer okay, okay. ah smart so we only missed like five minutes yeah we missed just a little chunk probably me rambling about something conversation got a lot better when I was quiet putting this thing together how do you guys pay how does Minnesota pay for its schools we have pretty high taxes for the property uh state taxes state taxes yeah like we pay taxes on clothing food groceries I think the lottery helps out a lot too lotteries we did play hope you won well, they're finding that the, the lottery is not paying what it's supposed to. And so in Virginia specifically, when the lottery gives 3% of its earnings to schools. education, mm-hmm. schools, <laughs> the state takes a 3% deduction from education funding and pulls it back into the general fund. Oh. So whatever is mat- given in lottery funds is removed immediately from a second pot. Oh, that's ridiculous. <laughs> it is yeah. ridiculous. Um, so there, there's a lot of kind of shenanigans with lotteries and where the actual funding is going for. And, and the other issue is who's who ends up paying for lottery. The people who end up pe- playing the most becomes an issue. I mean, it's not like the lottery is still paying its portion. It's just the... The state, state is, is, is like supplementing. So they don't have to pay as much. That money that's coming in. Yes. Yeah. So, but the problem then is, the lottery advertises itself as though you are spending this money. Well, they're not for education. Situation. They're doing what they're supposed to be doing. It's the states that making adjustments. The states manage the lotteries. The lotteries are not independent organizations. The states manage the lotteries, which is why the lotteries can advertise in ways that casinos aren't allowed to. Hmm. So a lot of times, lotteries advertise in this idea that you can win a jackpot or there's going to be an output, but casinos can't do that. We watch the commercials for even the casinos coming into Virginia. A lot of it's like fun and gaming and drinking, and but they're never like come in and win millions. They, they're not allowed to do that, but the lottery can. Hmm. What was that noise? 
That is a very good question. <laughs> it was like R2D2 dying yeah, or something. It, it, it was. Manny, my niece, um, said her friend just won 168000 Yeah, just hit a jackpot. I guess he plays a lot. But I mean, he's probably spent who knows how much. Well, probably yeah, was a hundred thousand with that here. <laughs> yeah. But I do think it creates some definite gambling issues. Like, I know Minnesota has this pull tab game. Pull which is very interesting. You go in and, they, you know, there's so many winners and everybody knows that. And so not a lot of winners have been scratched off the board. They buy a bunch of pull tabs and just sit there pulling them. Minnesota went to a digital form that is almost like slot machines. And they only allowed it because it was supplementing the schools, but they found it's too addictive. It's only like a video game and folks are just snapping to it. And so they're trying to reel it back, but they don't want to lose that income to the schools. So it's, it's a tough payoff. I mean, it is funding some important stuff, but it's creating some definite mental problems. Or addictions, let's say. Have you played pull tabs? No. Oh, I have no oh, idea what it is. You guys got to walk up to Tappers tonight. They have pull tabs. So there's boxes and they're little cards with three slides. You just slide them. And what you're looking for is a match, so a line. Anyway, you can buy 20, you can buy, you know, one. It's usually a buck a card. Some are more. You want to do the $3 box or whatever. Okay. Local game. But so there's little um, sheets that show what is hit. You know, there might be five five hundreds, ten two fifties, different. So, yeah, what happens is people get so far into a box, right? And they're like, oh, I got to keep going. I got to keep going. I've already put 200 300 bucks into this box you know usually starts with like 50 another 50 gonna hit something and so other people at the bar you know they know what's going on people pay attention so then I'm gonna dip into that box you know uh, they're watching (laughs) once you've narrowed it down yeah so once you just put all your money on there I do that at the casinos like, because I'd like to walk around and play, but if I see somebody play it at one slot for a long time, they get up and leave frustrated, I'd go put a dollar in that one. Yeah. <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. So I, I get it. <laughs> I try and do it when they're gone, though. I don't care if you see me. <laughs> I, I got a weird theory on this for gambling. So now we're, we're to the cards. What if we made it so that you were not allowed to lose more than 50% of your annual income gambling. Otherwise, you weren't allowed to come into a casino anymore. So if you make $40,000, if you lost $20,000 in a casino, you're done for the year. You can't buy a lottery ticket, can't buy a scratcher, you can't go into a casino. That's it. Mm. Just cut off. I'm cut off. I mean, I I mean, it sounds like a good idea. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, we don't want more laws. We don't want more rules. We're Americans. Yeah. <laughs> I do think that would be good for people. It's like, yeah, yeah, I, I mean, I, if you only make forty grand a year and you're putting half your paycheck into yes. gambling, like, come on, you got to pay the bills or you're going to be on the streets. And I think um, that statement though is the hard one: is how do you sell this and how do you regulate the rule? And just to, make, to, me, to me, if you, you do it with cash, yeah. You, you fill out a W-2 to gamble at the beginning of the year. I don't know. To me, I feel like that's that's about the same thing as banning abortions. Not not as either invasive, per se, but it, it, you're, you're limiting 
people could do. I feel like yeah. you'd be better off investing in education. Well, and if if you are going into schools and, and telling people, hey, chances of winning are very low. Uh, rather than taking that money, uh, twenty or even fifty dollars a week, put place play the stock market. Invest in uh, Roth IRA and mutual funds. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I don't I don't feel like uh, you know telling somebody, hey, no, you can't do this is, is the solution. And I, I, I think that's what makes me a Democrat is I don't believe in prohibition either, mm-hmm. but I do believe in regulation. So saying you can't gamble, like pro- prohibiting gambling, I don't like. But saying you can only gamble away this much, I do like. I believe in regulation. Plus, I don't see how you're going to enforce that. Uh, you put it on their ID. Uh, I'm sorry, sir. We just through just through digital means. If, if they go cash their paycheck and turn it into cash, and then go to the casino, I mean, you can't stop everybody from everything. But if they go fill out their W two, and they go into a casino with their bank card, and they go to swipe it, it's going to go, ah, and then they can't do anything in a casino with their bank cards. Oh man, I don't know. We're too smart for that. So I feel. Are, I feel like what's that? I think, feel like well, that is only going to create another opportunity. It's going to be black market <laughs> gambling machines where people are like, "Oh man, hey, you get your fifty percent in this back alley. I got some, some machines for you to try out." Yeah, but at that so, point, I, I mean, you're right. You, you can't get rid of all of it. But the person that loses half of their income. Uh-huh. Runs into the, goes to the casino and they go, I can't go in there anymore, and then finds a back alley. Well, that person was, you, there's nothing you can do for that person. But what if you make, you know, what if your income is like, you know, you're in the top, you're making yeah. bank? I mean, same thing? Same thing. You make $2 million a year, you can gamble a million dollars away. I don't like it. I, it's not, a, it's a hard sell. <laughs> it makes sense. But something about it's not right. I don't, I don't know what it is. I agree with Brian. Yeah. Like, I, 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 I feel like you're, you're better off investing in education, man. Mm-hmm. Well, how much of the lottery earnings should be, how much of, of the winnings should the house get, and how much of the winnings should education get? So if you run a casino, the casino doesn't, it just pays regular taxes. I'd say quarter of the winnings. So if we taxed all the casinos that the 25% of their earnings had to go towards education, mm-hmm. I would also agree with that. Yeah. So how do we push that? Mm-hmm. Gotta run for office, man. Yeah. Man. Like, shoot. My college is free. Yeah. People don't generally like my ideas. So I don't think I would. I don't like this one. I don't think I would make it as a politician. <laughs> but I feel like I'm, I'm listen, not popular. But you know what? I, as I your think constituents, you hear us saying, "Nah, no, no, don't do that." Yeah, I, I uh, think you, you're, you're smart enough to surround you by people to be like, "Whoa, man, take a step back." This one, not good, not so good. But you, you, you have you have several great ideas. You have to get elected. 
Okay. And like, even in this negotiation, I feel like if we went to casinos and said, look, you start a casino in the state of Virginia, you're going to get taxed 25%. It goes directly to education, period. Mm-hmm. There's some casinos that go, will go, that's not a high enough margin. I'm not going to set up. Uh, uh, you're crazy. I think that's fine. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're not. <laughs> I, I, I think they'll be like, that's all I got to do in order to get a casino out here? All right. I, I think I think a lot of them would close. I think some of them that were open now would close if they had to give up 25%. Does any go to towards education as it stands That's now? Only the lottery, which is run by the states. How now much does that goes towards education? Just three percent? Sometimes. Yeah, what is that. it? Now Danville, Virginia just Virginia. got a casino. Right. Uh I'm curious, what are the benefits to that other than uh tourism? Casinos tend to hire about so, so we're looking at uh, employment. Employment, and then there's there's subemployment. So there are people who will come to the area because there's a casino there, which means hotels and restaurants also end up with additional folks. Yeah, with the person bringing in the casino, mm-hmm. are they funding that casino, or is it is it? Mm-hmm. They yeah, are? most casinos are private. Okay, privately owned. And, and it takes a lot of hoops. Like the folks that run casinos generally have to jump through a hot lot of hoops. It's not, not an easy thing to do. Yeah, I, I've seen Ozark. You know, ooh, Ozark. Ozark. Yes. Yeah. I was going to say, that's my that's knowledge a too. Show. I've got to grease a lot like, of wheels yeah. and kill a lot of gangsters to get a casino. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Ruthless. And I, but I think for good reason. I think people are concerned with casinos because in the end, the casino is going to run seven days a week. Mm-hmm. People are going to come in on the weekends. People are going to come in on holidays. The rest of the days, you're drawing locals in. That's yeah. who's who's dropping their money on the casinos. Mm-hmm. And the house wins. Yeah, we don't gamble much, so it wouldn't affect me. I'll say Sean is probably the smoothest gambler I know. I got to uh, admit that. Too. And I got to bring up the story. I went to visit him in New Orleans. Um, he's like, man, I'm gonna take you out to lunch. I was like, cool, yeah, man. Let's go. To, uh, I think we went to, was it Harris Casino? And they had a, it was an all you can eat buffet. I was like, oh, man, this is going to be exciting. He's like, I only got five bucks. I was like, the buffet is like $15, man. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I think he, he bet twice. Like the first time, I think he went to Roulette and like bet on black. Uh, he made some money. And then I think he went, put the rest of it on a uh, blackjack table. And one, and he's like, "Got my money. Let's go eat." I was like, "Wow! Like this man knows when to walk away. <laughs> know when to hold him." Nice. That's it. And those are two of the most high odd games. Yeah. I mean, black or red. The only reason they don't have odds is because they got the green. So. Fifty-fifty. I've done that. I did that in Vegas. Like, yeah. The first time we I walked in the casino, I'm like twenty on red, and I won. You know what? I will say. I beat the house in Vegas until I gave my winnings to Darnia. Yes. And I've got to say, I was beating the house until I borrowed money from Brian. <laughs> and, and, and I'm not going to say, I, I was only, I, I was up $22. Because I think, in my mind, I was like, I'm not going to spend more than 10 bucks in Vegas because I just don't enjoy gambling. See, I'm the same way. So we went, how but long you look like you turned into a crack fiend real quick. I did. I did. It was scary. Because before we get into how bad that that four hours was, how long have we been there at that point? Three days? Three or four days? Yeah. I don't think I'd put a dollar in a slot machine. 
um, of my own. When okay. we got there, they gave us the cards. And so I put, I, I played the cards so we could go get the meals because you had to play a certain amount to get mm-hmm. the meals. But I, didn't, I didn't spend a dollar on gambling. I walked around, I drank, gave tips. Yeah. I didn't, it didn't really bother me. Yeah, because I would say I, the first two days, I think you were like, you learned like, if you just sit here at this, this nickel slot and, and put a, a nickel in every... Ten minutes, you get free drinks. I didn't put a nickel in. So I would this stand man, next yeah. to my wife, and if I didn't sit down, I didn't have to put anything in because they don't put extra chairs in there. Does did Tressa play? Tressa does. Game. She had to do it. Yes. Yeah, it's and fun. That's part of the reason I don't think I can because both of us can. <laughs> and gambling's a weird thing because it's only satisfying if you lose. What? That that's the problem <laughs> with gambling. It's always because I've watched her. I've watched her start to win, mm-hmm. and she'll get up like she'll she three four hundred dollars up. She you know came in with twenty. We got three hundred dollars in there. We almost got divorced in Canada because she got up five hundred dollars. She's up five hundred dollars. I'm like, cash out. We're going home. She's like, no, I'm winning. We have to keep playing. I'm like, no, you've won. Let's go home. <laughs> and so. Uh, you you don't feel satisfied unless you've gotten the big win and you don't. I mean, you lose. Until I, it's I, all gone, that's, that's when you're like, I've got to get up and leave. That's phrased in a funny way. Yeah. I think there's only finality when you lose. Right. Like, until you that's can't be. Yeah. Um, but hitting big doesn't satisfy you. Hitting big makes you think you're on a streak. Like, I hit big, there's another big one coming. I don't know. I don't know. I'd be satisfied yeah. if I hit big. I would say, I okay, and even, uh, you know, our tri- our most recent trip to, uh, we went to the MGM in Baltimore. And, you know, we have a buddy who's doing really well, you know, sitting at the $10,000 table. And we're like, ooh. So we find a kiosk. We're like, man, they've got to have some type of promo here. So we each, we find a kiosk. This is, and it's this like, is terrible. They, they have a $10 card. Okay, yep. Like free play. Free play. Oh, we're yeah. familiar with the free play. <laughs> and now, obviously, for, for the first 30 minutes, we couldn't get it to work because apparently you have to start off with actual money. You have to so, start so, off with a caveat. So, oh, Darnell, I think he, he was like, I'm going to put in, I think it was $5. So, we started off $5, and, and that was that opened the door for us. We can use our free plays now. Right. So, Darnell, I think he, he ended up going up to like 28 Right. So then we cashed out the five. Yep. And so then we had actual money plus the 30 that we could really really gamble on. Yep. So, yeah, it was me, Darnell, and uh, and Corlin. <laughs> so, I'll say, I think, you know, after the three of us used our cards, we were up like 68 bucks. We were like, oh, man, we're doing well. And then, you know, our, our other buddy uh, brought us who, who was at the big boy table. He was at the big boy table. We, was, we were at the penny yeah. spots. <laughs> We're like, here, man, you know, we ain't much, but, you know, take it. He's like, man, I'll take it. I don't need it. <laughs> I'll bet for you. And he ended up doubling our money. So I want to rule that table. Yeah. So after that, we cashed out 128 bucks. I think nice. it paid for our meals. Paying that over. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, and we got to spend like an hour strategizing on what to do with this. <laughs> yeah, I think, uh, yeah. And, and kind of bragging is the cheapskates in the trip. Yeah. It's like, there were other dudes like pissed off, like, man, I lost 200 bucks. I got to explain this to my wife. And 
We're like, yeah, man, we beat the house. <laughs> the <laughs> three of us made one hundred and twenty-eight dollars and thirty-five cents. <laughs> like, if you could have seen us going in to like cash in this little receipt, like all three, all of, three of us in line now, <laughs> rubbing our hands together, <laughs> like, <laughs> where is the VIP table? <laughs> we need a, we need the the penthouse suite with this thing. You know how quickly they catch they hand you three hundred dollars. <laughs> no, a hundred hundred and twenty. You know how quickly they give you hundred twenty dollars. <laughs> They're used to big money. Split They're used it three to taking big money. Please. They have no problem handing that money out quickly. Like yeah. the one thing I saw about Vegas was how rich that place was when we flew in. Oh, yeah. The idea of the hotels were thirty four dollars and a taxi ride was five dollars. I was like, nobody's leaving here with money. <laughs> but yes. they are taking our money in some kind of way. Right. And that's what I don't know. I understand some people leave winning big. They'll have a big night. Mm -hmm. But they usually play multiple nights and not every night is that big night. Yeah. 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 It's a crazy place. It is. It but is. I do love that idea of being the house. Huh? $128. Congratulations. I know that. That's that's we good. Like oh, man. Big stuff you could not Maryland. tell us we were not kings of Maryland. <laughs> MG and Grand. <laughs> Got enough for lunch tomorrow, too. So, like Jamie Foxx. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. Did you play roulette? I, I think uh, our brought us, yeah, he brought us, the money on our, he, he doubled our money on that roulette table. Okay. Yes, he did. Is brought us the big, the big yeah, player. Yeah, he's, he's doing real well. Oh, yeah. Um, he's a hustler, though. Uh, level oh, up Lord. in tech, you know, providing people with opportunities to, to work in cloud engineering. Say it again, level up in tech? Level up in, level tech. Up in tech. I got to say, for a lot of folks, if they're earning really well, they're working to earn that money. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I know there's levels where you may make more money than you actually put in the effort of work, uh, but I haven't met anyone at that level. He's definitely hustling uh, to be at the level he's at. Mm -hmm. uh, no, I'm proud of him. Man, some days I'm like, I can't work that hard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because, shoot, he's... I'm going to have to stay poor. <laughs> he, he's been on vacation, and, like, I'm like, why are you still, you know, you posting videos. <laughs> like, promoting your company. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's him. Yeah. But also, I got to say, he's he's part of the reason I've got my new job. Is because we I was prepping for the interview when we were on, on that vacation with him. And he was like, man, the way you're talking, you're talking like you don't actually want this job. Hmm. And I was like, man, I really hadn't thought about like this wishy-washy talk that I've been having about it. Like, if it's my job, I have to want it, and I have to talk about it like I want it. And I, that made a huge difference. After I got it, I called him up. I was like, man, I can tell you the reason I got this. And I love it. I love the work I'm doing. So yeah. it made a difference. Yeah, what do you need all that money for? You know what I mean? Like, I wouldn't mind it. You need enough to get by. I, I think really each of us have a level of what is what, Okay, what would you do with, uh, let's say, Absolutely. another, I, well, I would say 100000 more a year with you and your husband. Keep trying to buy property. Okay. Invest in real estate. So, okay, so you take that money and try to make more money out of it. Yeah. But not by gambling. I guess real estate is also a gamble. But, you know, buying. But it's pretty safe. It's a pretty that, safe gamble. It's a work. safe gamble. Like yeah. this house we bought, we bought this house for 165 Which in this neighborhood, 
that's pretty low. So I think we could sell it today for two at least. You know, we really didn't do much. Just we did some stuff. We have painted in here, took the ceiling down, put the driveway in. The price of housing. Staged it. Staged it. Yeah, staged. staged. So yeah, and I think it's fun. I like houses and I like having houses and doing the Airbnb. I like to travel. So would you all travel more? Yeah. I I think, you know. But smart. Try to do it smart. You know, buy some property somewhere. Mm -hmm. Have a place to stay. Because if you're renting or staying in a hotel, you know, when you travel, that's that's most of your budget right there. You're going to be dropping a grand a week at least. That's cheap. For Airbnb, probably a grand for a weekend. To be honest, like it's getting out of loose hand. Which is why I enjoy uh, visiting relatives. Thank you, Sean. Yes, for the, for the hospitality. Oh, yeah. Yes, we love having you guys. Oh man, you stay forever. We get, you gotta get back, and we're just grateful and appreciative to your wives for allowing you the time. Yes, to thank come you. Visit. Thank you. Yes. Yeah, it's really nice to hear. Shout out to the wives. Uh, by the way, uh, there will be a future episode with the wives on them. Hopefully, they will do a uh, misunderstood takeover and uh, give their perspectives of being married to one of the Moore brothers. Is that just going to be wives? Yes. Or and what, guys going to be sitting in the back only responding? Yelling. No, <laughs> no I, I think just we can just gone. give them Absolutely. the room. All right. Like 45 that. minutes. Air it out, you know. Just, you know, your mother-in-law might be listening. Just oh man, keep it. I do feel like they'll all be able to relate to what the more issues. Yeah, mm. I went. I was just. <laughs> we were just talking about this with Darnell. Uh, Darnell told me he was going to buy a new vehicle. Mm. I was excited. You know me. I I like to do, I do research. I was like, you know, I'm, we're going to get you a vehicle. And he went out and came back and had a vehicle. And I was heartbroken I was crushed but also at the same time I realized how we are when we have our mind set on something that we're going to get we're going to get it so what kind of vehicle do you think I bought my my dream vehicle right now I came back and I gave him two options yeah two options he looked at those two options he was like I canceled them out I was like nope you need to look at the Pacificas Pacifica yeah basically yeah I didn't go with Chrysler I went with Dodge I bought a Dodge Caravan. <laughs> Your dream vehicle. My dream vehicle. That's a Cadillac of minivans. I mean, it is the Cadillac of minivans. I mean, like, I can push a button and the door slide open. Uh, <laughs> the storage room. I mean, the seats moving. They just got the gutters in it. Doesn't it makes is sense. great. The stow and go. Uh, <laughs> I, it's like a covered truck. I love it. <laughs> 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 but this man knew what he wanted. I knew what I wanted. I went out and found a minivan. I'd been searching for a minivan. Uh, so I knew I knew this is what I was going to get. And I, I finally found the one I wanted. It was in the price range. Yep. I bought it. I still say we get that from Dad. I know we always talk about when Dad went shopping for Mom a new car. We all had our input. Oh. But <laughs> Dad waited till we were gone and popped up with it. Hey, he's your Cadillac. Yeah, oh yeah, he knew. He knew what he was getting. Yeah. Uh, Darnell the same. Uh, with the, the truck. When we went to... Uh, we went 
<laughs> Where we, it was natural. We went to natural. We went bridge. to natural bridge to buy a Ford F two fifty. I had seen. Yeah, no, you told decent. me. You took me there to make sure that you made the right decision. You're like, Brian, you know, go and look at this truck. You let me know what you think. It's okay. Mm-hmm. So you get out there, and he was like, brutally honest with me too. Oh gosh, man, like. Oh, but I waited until the guy got out the vehicle. The guy got out the vehicle. So uh, we take it for a test drive. Um, I'm geeky. Got me a truck. Like, it's big. It was terrible. <laughs> it was like you got to stomp on the gas twice, uh, tap the odometer to get the thing started. I, it, it had issues with it. It had issues. Um, she had issues. So I pulled Darnell to the side. I'm like, what What did I tell you? He looked at me and said, Darnell. Do not buy this truck. No <laughs> <laughs> issues pointed out. Very no, didn't point yeah. out anything. Do not yeah. buy this truck. God, That's what? like what I'd say to you. Okay. I'd yeah. Like that. Is twelve hundred enough? <laughs> no. It's, <yeah. laughs> no, it's worse than that. Like the guy. I think the asking price was twelve hundred. You're like, man, look, I'm gonna see if I can talk him down. He's like, would you take a thousand? Said nope, price is twelve hundred. Darnell's like, take my money. (laughs) (laughs) He's gonna change his plan. Ah, and I love that truck. (laughs) I did love that truck. I I um I ran vegetable oil in it, so it had two tanks. I've been searching for it. Like I've been looking for this particular truck. It was an '89, so it had larger fuel injection ports, which meant all I had to do was take the vegetable oil and let it sit for a month. All the sediment went to the bottom, and then I pumped off the first to the top two thirds into the second tank. Had two tanks. I ran the diesel, the clean diesel, until it heated up. Switched it over. Ran vegetable oil. Smelled like French fries. Cut my diesel bill in half. It was great. Nice. Uh, but I got lazy. One day I got out of it, and when you get back, you got to switch it back to the clean diesel. And I got out of it, and I was like, Ah, I'm gonna come back out. I'm just going to run in for a minute. I'll run back out. I don't have to switch it over to the diesel. And I went in and I fell asleep. Took a nap. And I woke up and that was the end of my truck. That uh, vegetable oil gelled up inside the injector. And I went to price an injector and it was $1,200. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, I'm mad that that guy, uh, that guy actually got you to dispose of his tires at the same time. Oh, he gave me all the tires. <laughs> and so, yeah, so the tires were like, 40 bucks a piece to get rid of. Uh, uh, and, <laughs> and we lost no tailgate on the truck. <laughs> so when we were leaving that truck, three of the tires rolled off the back of the truck and we had to chase them down. No way. Get them back. That's uh, great. Uh, oh, man. I'm so glad I wasn't there by myself, man. <laughs> I hate that you had to be there. Man, honestly, if it was me, I probably would have just left. I would have kept going. <laughs> Screw them tires. <time>. Yeah. <laughs> they were not small tires either. No. <laughs> it, what it were was, the tires for? They were for this truck. Oh, like winter tires or something like that? I don't know. I mean, I Old think this, tires. Okay. <laughs> yeah, which I don't think they had tread on. Like, I don't think they could have been. They were usable. So you they weren't bad. They weren't bad. I, I ended up with two full sets of, of tires that were usable. Oh. And I ended up with two tires I had to get rid of. So he must have sent me with six tires. <sighs> Um, I mean, eight just couldn't find it. It's a lot of tires. It was a lot of tires. It was also a lot of rims. Like, this man didn't even give you a strap. (laughs) He couldn't couldn't give me a strap. 
Oh. I would have said, no, I'm not taking all those tires, man. <laughs> well, what I should have said was, no, I Darnell's don't want like, to buy this truck. Yeah. Which is what Brian told me to say. Darnell was like, ah. I paid regular price. But I got these tires with me. Free tires. Now help me pull them off the side of the highway. We do have a story similar to that. Uh I will say the female perspective is at least more persistent. Like Brian took you off to the side Mm -hmm. and said it one time firmly. (laughs) Michelle told me very directly in front of the person. Because <laughs> Sean goes broke and down. gets cash and doesn't tell me. You know, he does some things that I have to be like. He's a war. And he'll give him cash. And I'm like, wait, what's happening? He's like, well, I already gave these guys 250 bucks <laughs> to bring the van here. And now they're here and now they think we're going to buy it. And it's a piece of junk Astro van. Like, you I like an Astro van. With windshield. No, I like an Astro van. But Sean can tell how he was it a Craigslist? Was it Craigslist? We had a vehicle, a Buick, that broke down on the fourth of July. Roadmaster. The gas tank oh, yeah. started oh, yeah. leaking. We got yeah, to the, the gas the pump. The I started filling it up. Fuel was pouring out my feet. And I was like, that's not right. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow we lucked out scary. and found a shop that was able to look at it like, oh. You got a hole in the gas tank. I don't know how this didn't catch on fire on your way here. Like the fact oh, that you gosh. were near empty yeah. on gas, you worked out, but I'm not gonna be able to fix it uh, today. It's Fourth of July. Um, you guys get a hotel. I'll be able to fix it at some point. But right. first, we're at the gas station, right? He's filling up the the Roadmaster. Like, like, yeah, we're almost to Virginia. We we're on our way down after our wedding. Yeah, for, for the Fourth of July. And all of a sudden. There's gas pooling up everywhere. So I run inside. I'm like, hey, we, something's going, you know, we got a leak. And he comes out with some paper towels. And I'm like, ah, uh, <laughs> yeah, we're going to do something. It's <laughs> bouncy. Don't worry. <laughs> She'll only take about three sheets. Yeah. So they call the fire department and the whole police show up. And we have to push. And here's Sean and I. We're pushing the wagon. I don't think anyone helped. The, the police officer was like 400 pounds. Big guy. Not helpful at all. You could have leaned Central Michigan. They just sat there and watched. And uh, we're like, hey, you know, we're, you know, of a tow truck, a shop. Where can we get this Roadmaster? We got to get it in somewhere. And they're like, yeah, Holiday. You're not going to be able to get it in anywhere. (laughs) That's probably why they were bugged, because they had to be working holiday, and they were like, we got to watch somebody with a broken car. Yeah. Could have helped. They could have helped. Yeah, that was... Where was this? Central Michigan. Central Michigan. Just the nastiest part of Michigan. It was hot. It was so hot. It was like high 90s. Oh, no water anywhere. You're just Central Michigan. Now, this is a used Roadmaster that the odometer didn't work. Uh, it had its own issues. <laughs> it was pretty we rusty. Got to stop the Roadmaster in 98. It's a very unique vehicle. It turns a lot of heads. People like it from the outside. They're like, it's oh my gorgeous. God, it is a gorgeous couch on wheels. Like, it is a, a very hideous. comfortable ride. It's a hideous, though. I mean, I, I liked it. It's a living room on wheels for it is, sure. Yeah, super comfortable. And I would nice say, car to uh, go across country. You all driving across. almost looked like the ad from what I imagine would be the ad for this vehicle. It like, was. a dog in the back. 
Wagons like, are coming back. I mean, like with yeah, a vengeance. That was my second. And I choice. like wagons. You're talking about vans. I'm a wagon girl. I don't want a van. I'll say, but I'm pro wagon. I do a wagon over a van. Uh, yeah. The wagon in question in this story, though, was just a substitute because we had a destination to get to, and I didn't want to invest in, I think it was $800 to get this gas tank fixed on a vehicle we spent $1,600 paying off. And I was like, was it that uh, let's just get something different, right? Craigslist, somebody selling an Astro van for $500. And I'm like, let's just leave this thing here. They can take it to the, they can <laughs> take it to the uh, junkyard and get the $200 for it. And we'll have an Astro van that can at least get us to Virginia. They, if it will drive us that far. Uh, they showed up with their family. Like, they were on a little family reunion. And the guy was like, uh, That's what somebody they said. willing to buy this? Well, no. They knew they was, they, they knew somebody all the paying them $500 to get rid of this off their hands. It was a good thing. So that's why they were willing to go out of the wherever they were headed, to sell us this vehicle. You ruined these people's vacation. <laughs> no, we gave them hope when we shouldn't have. But in all fairness, they over-advertised what they were selling because the, they couldn't I, start it. Like We couldn't get it going. Yeah, they weren't willing it to was, turn it off because it wouldn't turn back on right away. And like just issues beyond issues as they were taking us on the test drive. Like They wouldn't let us go on it for ourselves. I think they were afraid we'd turn it off and realize this thing is not worth but I had already pulled out the money because they my negotiating status too. is very aggressive. Oh, have how much I'm willing to put on. Like if it says five hundred dollars and I'm willing to negotiate four hundred dollars, I'll have four hundred dollars on hand. So I did have cash. But you on don't hand. have to pull it out unless. But it sounds like at this point, negotiations. He'd are already off given the table them because, the money. Well, I'm just saying. Wow. Not all of it, but you gave him like I don't know how much. Yeah, I gave him two fifty. I think to do the test drive, right? To let them know we're serious buyers. <laughs> That's half of the, the. Yeah, not good. And so we're on the test drive, and I was like, nope, this isn't happening. We're not buying this van. Thank you for coming out. You know, can we please give you some money for your gas and your time? But we're going to need that 250 You know, how much was your gas? He's like, I'm keeping this. I'm like, no, you're not. You can have a hundred bucks or whatever you need. Gas in your time. We're not going to buy your van. I'm really sorry. We don't really have this kind of money right now. And it's just not. And uh, there was an altercation. The guy got angry. They were pretty upset. Yeah. And. uh, It didn't. He went up to Sean and like tried to choke him. It was scary. Oh, man. Mm hmm. What'd you do? Oh, it was in the mechanics shop and I was like um you know you just have to stop I was like just I don't know what he wanted he wanted more money or you didn't want to yeah. give him money he wanted either. a transaction to like they wanted to take the money they had taken or they wanted to sell a vehicle and uh, I'm like this is not what you guys had advertised this vehicle is not worth that we can give you enough money to pay for your gas out here and you can continue on with your day. I think we ended up giving them like I don't know, 150 bucks or two. No, it was like 40. I don't remember. Oh, wow. Yeah, that was scary. <laughs> I, thought. I still think the Astro Van would have made it to Virginia. We just couldn't have cut it off. I don't think but, so. Uh, in, in my mind, I was equating it to is this cheaper than renting a vehicle on a holiday? Will it get us to where we need to go? Yeah. That was the logic. Was you were really going to turn good it thinking. off. Huh? You were going to turn it off. Have you. When's the last time you've been in a vehicle you couldn't turn off? You were going to turn it off. You were going to get out of that car to go use the restroom. 
You were gonna turn it off. No, we were only nine hours from Virginia. <laughs> you were gonna turn it off. Yeah. <clears throat> How do you go fuck? You can't fill up a, a car with the running. I mean, that is the point. Like, Michelle was much more aggressive in the no. Like, I understand you firmly told Darnell, do not buy this vehicle. <laughs> Sometimes we need a little more coaxing than that to recognize, all right? Uh, my initial instinct is not right in this situation. Maybe I should have let it go, but it was just bad vibes, and I, and I knew that it was going to give us more trouble, more I'm, headaches. Uh, no, you made the right decision. Yeah. Uh, I got bad vibes right away. And I was like, I don't know. Tressa, I'm good at making my wife escape, though. Um, as far as, because I, I, I feel like I'm not confrontational. <laughs> so, uh, like in that instance with the van, I'm probably like, man. Wife tripping. Wife tripping. <laughs> <laughs> she says, she says she can't do this deal. She said, you know, I was I was all ready to go, man. <laughs> but she said the batteries need to be replaced. You know, and and, and you ain't selling what, what, what you're supposed to. So I, I got to be that guy in this situation. Right. But my wife says, she, I can't come home if I purchase the thing. He tried that, but that guy got like, no, man. You're buying this van. John's like, no, we're not. We're <laughs> not taking it, man. He's like, yes, you are. And he went at him. And I think I went and got the mechanic. I was like, hey, there's something going on up here. And the mechanic came up and he didn't kick him out of the shop. That's what happened. Clearly not. If you know what the confrontation is, you're still trying to tell him. He's still not escalating. I'm just telling you, please, man. I don't think it's going to get you more money.
Like an old stage curtain on 